0: Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 8th. Today we are going to continue looking in 3rd Nephi chapter 1. Now to start off, as I was studying in 3rd Nephi chapter 1, it reminded me of a phrase that I have used so many times in my life as a seminary teacher, working in the EFY program, as a missionary, and in my various callings. I often have people come up to me and tell me about a miracle that they experience or a spiritual experience that they have. And my answer to them when someone tells me about something like this is always make sure to quickly go write it down. Because Satan has a knack for turning a miracle into a coincidence super quickly. Now as I was reading in Third Nephi chapter one, and I read about how the signs and the wonders happened exactly as the prophets had predicted. In fact, verse 20 says, and it had come to pass, yea, all things, every whit, according to the words of the prophets. So every single thing that the prophets had spoken had happened, including this day and this night and this day as if it were one day, which was dramatic and huge and something that everyone had been waiting for. And when that happened, The scriptures tell us that the more part of the people did believe and were converted unto the Lord. But listen to what happened after the sign was given. It says, And it came to pass, from this time forth, there began to be lying sent forth among the people by Satan, to harden their hearts, to the intent that they might not believe in those signs and wonders which they had seen. So here we have these miracles. These signs, these wonders, everything happening, every single wit, according to what the prophets had predicted. The day and the night and the day, the new star, all the signs and wonders in the heavens. And as people are being converted, as people are believing, Satan begins to attack the miracle and he sends forth lying and he's trying to harden the hearts of the people. And he's doing that for the purpose that they won't believe the signs and the wonders which they've seen. He's doing that so that he can convince the people that the miracle is actually a coincidence. And this is a tactic that Satan uses in our day as well. You and I, every single day of our lives, are surrounded by the tender mercies of the Lord. If we will have eyes to see and if we will take time to recognize, we can see every single day how the hand of the Lord was in our lives, how we were blessed by our Father in heaven. But it's so important that we recognize those miracles, that we recognize the tender mercies. And I believe it's so important that we record those things, that we write them down so that Satan cannot turn them into coincidence later on. Elder Scott once said, Knowledge carefully recorded is knowledge available in time of need. Spiritually sensitive information should be kept in a sacred place that communicates to the Lord how you treasure it. This practice enhances the likelihood of receiving further light. So when we experience a tender mercy, when we experience a miracle, when we experience communication from our Father in heaven, it is up to us to write those things down. Because if we don't, as we see here from the pattern of the adversary, he will swoop in. And he will begin to tell us lies. He will begin to make us question what we've seen or heard or felt. And he'll try to make those things seem like a coincidence when really they are the hand of God in our lives. Elder Nealey Maxwell once said Coincidence is not an appropriate word to describe the workings of an omniscient God. He does not do things by coincidence, but by divine design. It is so important for you and I to, at the very least, recognize to our Father in Heaven that we see His hand in our lives. By recognizing it, it solidifies in our minds and in our hearts that what we have seen is real and it comes from our Father in Heaven. But I love what Elder Scott teaches us about knowledge carefully recorded is knowledge available in time of need. Because as we write it down, it gives us the opportunity later when either the adversary is trying to Convince us of his lies, or when we are forgetting times when we have seen God's hand in our lives, then we have that knowledge, we have that record of when Heavenly Father was in our lives, actively involved, creating miracles, giving us tender mercies, and showing us his love. And as Elder Scott says, as we recognize those miracles, as we show Heavenly Father that we treasure it, then we receive more. We receive more spiritual experiences, more light, more testimony, and more conversion. Now, it would appear that the people who saw these signs and wonders went out and did something about it. I've said a million times on this podcast that there's a difference between testimony and conversion, that testimony is what we feel. It's those experiences with the spirit that we have, but that conversion comes as we put our testimony to action, as we do something about it, as we act in faith, then a greater conviction comes and conversion takes place in our hearts. Now, it would appear that the people who saw these signs and wonders did something with their faith, did something with their testimonies. That they didn't just sit and see the sign and say, okay, that's it, I believe, and then do nothing else. Because the scriptures tell us multiple times that these people were converted. They experienced a true conversion to the Lord. But the unfortunate thing is that no matter how converted they were, no matter how much they believed, no matter how much they felt, no matter how much they did with their faith, they couldn't transfer That conversion to their children. They could teach, they could testify, they could help their children have experiences with the Spirit, but they couldn't force their children to pick up that flame of faith and do something with it. They couldn't force their children to live and to do and to act the gospel. And so, as it says in verse 29, there was also a cause of much sorrow among the Lamanites, for behold, They had many children who did grow up and begin to wax strong in years that they became for themselves and were led away. Now, most likely there was only 10 or so years in between the sign that was given and in between these children getting older and, as it says, became for themselves. 10 or so years. They had seen the sign. They had experienced the signs, the wonders, the day and the night and the day they had seen the new star, all of it. But it wasn't enough to cement their testimonies into their hearts and to lead them to action so that conversion could take place. Signs and miracles and tender mercies and spiritual experiences, as incredible as they are, and as much as they act as a catalyst for conversion, cannot convert. Unless we do something about it. Unless we allow our faith to take action. Unless we let our testimonies lead us to obedience. And that is what was missing for this new generation. And then there's this phrase that is so interesting to me, where it says, they became for themselves. There is a power and a strength that comes in living for something other than just yourself. Living for our faith. Living for our Father in Heaven. Living for our Savior. Even in some part, living for our families and our loved ones can all give us strength and faith and purpose. And it's that faith and that purpose that comes for living for something outside of yourself that these Lamanite children were missing. They became for themselves, their own thoughts, their own wants, their own desires, their own selfishness, led them away from their God, led them away from their faith and from their families. Elder Neal A. Maxwell said, selfishness is really self-destruction in slow motion. My friends, I testify that there is power, strength, and faith in looking outside of ourselves. And more importantly, there is faith and conversion in looking to our Father in Heaven and His signs, His miracles, and His tender mercies that He is consistently pouring out into our lives. He is in the details. He knows us, He loves us, and He is actively involved in our lives. And being humble enough to see His hand and to recognize His blessings and miracles, and mercies, can give us the strength to transform our testimonies to conversion. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.